This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast we present to you daily as a digest of the news events here in Arizona. It is the penultimate weekday. Yes, it's Friday Eve, Thursday, the eighth day of February. And let's do this and get to the news. Well, in a speech yesterday from the U.S. Senate floor, Kirsten Cinema condemned colleagues who withdrew their support for a bipartisan border security bill that the senator from Arizona helped negotiate before it could even come to a vote. Turns out they want all talk and no action. It turns out border security is not actually a risk to our national security. It's just a talking point for the election. Cinema said opponents of the bill are lying when they say it would allow thousands of migrants into the country daily. The measure would actually mandate a border shutdown when crossings are particularly high and was endorsed by the Union for Border Patrol officers. By killing our bill, we have no Title 42-like authority to shut down the border. So 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, 10,000, or even 14,000 migrants can cross into our country every single day. A vote against the bill, Cinema said, is a vote for the status quo, which she believes is chaos at Arizona's southern border. Meanwhile, in the state legislature, a Republican plan to raise teacher salaries advanced. But as Cameron Sanchez reports from her politics desk, Democrats think that measure doesn't go far enough. A measure passed by voters in 2016 increased the allocation of money from the state land trust to fund K-12 education. Republicans want to send a proposal to voters that would renew the measure and use all the money to raise teacher salaries. Senator Janie Mesnard warned against Democrats' push to amend the bill. Knowing that teachers get a $4,000 raise, I, I think that's a, a no-brainer to most voters. Uh, so I'm not too worried about what happens there. You can't take it for granted. We'll have a plan. Um, I do become much more worried about it when, when, if we were to adopt your amendment. Democrats want the amendment to increase the amount pulled from the land trust to support education, give salary increases to other school staff, and protect education funding from cuts. But so far, Republicans haven't budged. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A sweeping immigration bill crafted by the bipartisan group of U.S. senators failed to pass the chamber. And from the Frontierist Desk in Tucson, Elisa Resnick reports that vote comes as House lawmakers prepare to head to Arizona today. The bill released Sunday proposed big changes to border and immigration functions, including a new mechanism to allow border officers to turn away migrants and asylum seekers if the number of arrivals gets too high. But it failed to get the 60 votes needed to advance, with several GOP senators siding with counterparts in the House, like Speaker Mike Johnson, who declared the measure dead on arrival. More than a dozen House Republicans are on their way to Sierra Vista, including Southern Arizona Congressman Juan Ciscomani. This is the second time GOP House members have held a remote hearing in Cochise County about border issues. Local law enforcement there has been using state funds to conduct border enforcement efforts like car pursuits. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. After more than two feet of snow in just the last couple of days, Coconino County officials are reminding people that the heavy snows could lead to possible avalanches in the San Francisco peaks north of Flagstaff. From the Fronteras desk near there, Michel Morisco reports. National Weather Service officials have predicted snow this week reaching four feet deep in areas above 10,000 feet. That covers much of the peaks, and if it accumulates, will create avalanche conditions above the tree line. Coconino County Sheriff's Office Search and Rescue Coordinator Aaron Dick. With the amount of snow we're getting on top of the existing snowpack, that's going to make failures of those layers likely, like natural avalanches likely, and human-triggered avalanches 
very likely. The office notes that mitigation for avalanches is conducted within the popular Arizona Snow Bowl, but not outside the area. They recommend people not travel into those regions until the snowstorms have subsided. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors appointed Democrat Sarah Liguori to fill a vacancy in the Arizona House of Representatives. From our politics team once again, let's hear from Wayne Shutsky with that story. Liguori will replace Representative Jennifer Longden in Phoenix's Legislative District 5. Longden resigned last month to take a private sector job in healthcare policy. Earlier this week, Liguori told Democrats in the district that addressing the affordable housing crisis is her number one priority. We've reached an unsustainable point where housing demand well surpasses supply, wages have not kept up, and now 50% of Arizona renters face housing insecurity, with that number closer to 60% in our district. It is the second time the Board of Supervisors tapped Liguori to fill a legislative vacancy. She was last appointed in 2021 to replace Representative Aaron Lieberman when he resigned to run for governor. Wayne Shutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. From the KJZZ Newsroom, I'm Nate Engel. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has announced that it will reveal its choice for the new Maricopa County Sheriff on Thursday. The board interviewed its final three candidates earlier this week, less than a month after former Sheriff Paul Penzone stepped down to pursue other opportunities. The new sheriff will serve the remainder of Penzone's term, which ends in 2025. In the running is Chief Deputy Russ Skinner, who has filled the role since Penzone's departure. The Arizona Burn Center is already one of the largest burn units in the nation, but soon it will nearly triple in size when it moves into the new Valleywise Health Medical Center. Catherine Davis-Young has details on the expansion. Patients with severe burns are often hospitalized for months at a time, and even after they leave the hospital, they continue to need care. But Arizona Burn Center Director Dr. Kevin Foster says in the current half-century-old facilities, outpatient care is run from three small rooms and a few converted closets. He says the new center will allow for more services like occupational therapy or job retraining. We're going to really start concentrating on taking care of people after they leave the hospital room. What do they need and how can we make that better for them? And this huge outpatient therapy center is set up for that. The new facility will also include more ICU beds as well as a pediatric wing. It will open to patients in April. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Some more education news now. Arizona Superintendent of Public Instruction Tom Horn says Governor Katie Hobbs is holding up a grant that schools are using to buy art supplies. Here's Wayne Shutsky once again with details. The bipartisan budget Hobbs signed last year included $10 million for the Arts Consumables Grant Program. It provided grants of up to $1,000 each for public school teachers. Horn says $2.54 million of that money has already been paid out, but another $4.7 million that was approved internally by the Education Department was put on hold, a decision Horn attributes to the governor's budget office. That includes money teachers were previously told they could spend. The governor's office did not respond to a request for comment. But Hobbs' new budget proposal presented in January clawed back the $10 million appropriation for the grant program she agreed to last year. Wayne Chutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A conservation group with cameras set up along the U.S.-Mexico borderland say they have confirmed new jaguar sightings there. They're the latest in a handful of sightings over the past few years. Here's Elisa Resnick once again. Jaguars have an ancestral homeland that includes northern Sonora and southern Arizona. Many still cross back and forth today. But overhunting, habitat loss, and border infrastructure has dwindled the number of jaguars in both countries. Emily Burns with the Sky Island Alliance says the conservation group captured two images of a jaguar last year. They identified the images after collecting the cameras in January. 
And we were really excited to see the cat was using the Whetstone Mountains. These mountains are north of the Huachucas and north of one of the unwalled sections of border. Bird says her team has determined the jaguar photographed likely crossed into Arizona from Sonora. That's good news because it means some of the rugged, mountainous areas left unwalled are still viable wildlife corridors. Alisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. Well, the CDC is warning of a listeria outbreak linked to certain dairy products. At least four people in Arizona have been sickened. The recall includes cotilla cheese, queso fresco, and yogurt made by Riso Lopez Foods. David McAtee is with the Yavapai County Health Department. He says the recall is not specific to products with any particular sell-by date. Throw it away uh, if you can. If you can, try to take it back to where you purchased it from. If you've got a receipt, typically they'll refund you your money. Two deaths in California and Texas have been connected to the outbreak. Listeria is especially dangerous for adults over 65 and pregnant women. The bacteria can survive in the refrigerator and can spread from uh, foods to other surfaces. In sports, golf weather permitting, it'll be round one of the WM Phoenix Open at the TPC Scottsdale. Rain and hail did force the cancellation of the Pro-Am event yesterday, and storms might interfere again today. A 90% chance of rain. Scotty Scheffler looking to pull off the three-peat if uh, he can do it. He's won the event the past two years. Hockey, the Coyotes finally back from an extended All-Star break. They play on their first game in 12 days tonight. They'll host the Vegas Golden Knights in Tempe. Also home tonight, the Suns, who've won 11 of their last 14. They'll try to keep it going at home. They'll host the Utah Jazz in Phoenix this evening as well. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast, this Thursday, February the 8th. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for listening. Hang in there. Weekend ahead, and we'll, of course, do it again tomorrow for a Friday.